This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. Happy Mother's Day. Welcome, everybody. It's Consignment Heroes. We're here in the laundry room taking your phone calls all about stuff. This show is all about stuff. It's about your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. I am Boer Kenny. I'm here with my dad, Paul Kenny, and we are taking... This is what this show is all about. We're talking about anything. We're talking about your coins, your bills, your video games, paintings, old radios, your, your pottery, your old motorcycles, your magazines, your Beatles stuff. The list goes on. Anything that you could possibly think of, anything that's sitting in your house that could possibly have value, that is what this show is about. Even if you called in last year and you want to see, you know, um, if your your item has changed value or if you bought something and you think it's changed value over a year, this is the show for that. The number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 866 Seven four zero four seven four zero. And if our lines are a little bit busy, just give it a couple minutes and call back in because uh, we're taking phone calls through this entire hour. Are you ever going to read the entire list? No, list- I spend a lot of time making that list up every week. Spend five minutes. It's- no, I make. I spend more than five minutes. But you never read the list. There are some important things. I'm going to put some secret things on there that you'll feel that are uh, special. Make the list shorter. Make- then it's not really a list. It's just two things. It's Sunday morning. No, but it's a list because people want to know. They don't know that we're talking about that unless you mention it. I'm just saying, just saying. But we have a great show today. We have the price of gold. Everyone knows price of silver. Um, we're. Um, I have a little bit of a story. I'm okay, just, let us say that for later, though. Like we have people online ready to get their stuff on the air and get a price. But I have I have rent to do. Yes, I've I got know. things to do. But okay, we can always save take a couple of calls. Okay, okay. Okay. But don't you want to look at, I want, get a pen, get a paper, like you say, make sure they both work, because we have a lot of information here. We do, we always have a lot of information, and it can go from many different things, like what we're doing right now, what we're doing next week, what we can do for you in months from now. So uh, just write down these numbers, make sure you don't forget it, put it in your notebook, put it in your phone book, write it on your washing machine, whatever you got to do, don't forget these numbers. Which one's a washing machine? Okay. I, I don't know, one of them. Just flip a coin. You're like me, I don't know either. Flip a coin, put it in there, and see what happens. And then if it, whatever doesn't work, put it in the other one after. That's, uh, that's right. a good plan. Um, okay. If you if you do want to reach us right now, the number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. Our store is in Richmond Hill. It's at 10,341 Young Street. Unit number two, it's on Young. It's just north of Major McKenzie. And uh, our, our faces are on the sign. Can't mix it. If you do want to call our store, the number to reach us there is 905-737-4653. Uh, let's hit up a few of the phone lines. Hold on. When you look at the sign, I'm the older, distinguished-looking gentleman. Go on to the next call. Yeah, I want, we, yeah well, we don't need to flip a coin for that one. Uh, let's go to Louise and St. Catherine. 
Louise? Yes. Hi, welcome to the show. What do you got for us? I have old leather postcards uh, starting 1907 with sayings and pictures on them. I'd like to know if they're worth anything. They go between a dollar to five dollars each. The most of the things we want for postcards, I say this, it's um, your birthday, your um, happy Valentine's, uh, Merry Christmas, Halloween. Sometimes Halloween are worth it because people like pictures of witches and, and skulls. But most of the postcards that are worth money are a main street in Upper Boot, Manitoba type of thing. A small town uh, in your area, like um, uh, Stevensville or something down there. Uh, Niagara Falls is not good. Um, St. Catharines might be better. They want older pictures with lots of cars, some of the businesses, that kind of thing. Postcards of uh, lakes and mountains don't cut it. Postcards of downtown streets or how times used to be. They are capturing our history at its raw. It's like someone walking down wants to send off a postcard to his friend, takes a picture, and that might be the only picture that someone took that day. They used to have the little cameras that make it, and they sent the little cameras and sent pictures of postcards. You took the picture, you wrote on the back, and you sent it off, and you mailed it. So that is capturing history, and that's what, why they sell now. People want to capture history. Yeah, so, like, I always wondered what they did with all these photos and these postcards, where they got them from. So we were saying the older it is, like, the kind of the better. Not older. It's, it's subject matter here, or it's downtown, or... Um, like, uh, or a picture of a teddy bear or a Salvation Army uh, officer or something capturing history. Um, this kind of things are not, um, they will go, I would sell postcards up to $500. If you've got postcards of hockey teams of 1907, they would sell for between 50 to 250 $500 each. Okay. I happen to know there's a collection of about, Five, no, but 200 cards worth probably about sixty to $70,000. The person hasn't decided to sell them yet. They were all collected. They're all old hockey and baseball teams pre-1930. Okay. So, no, but that's real money if someone had that. This, someone, someone else might have one of these in their basement. Um, a picture of, of the Ottawa Silver 7 for $500. Okay? okay. I, I know that doesn't help you with your leather postcards. But it might have helped somebody else. How's that? Thank you very much for the call. Thanks for the call. Uh, let's go to Italo in uh, North York. Good morning, gentlemen. Welcome to the show. I got some uh, bobbleheads from uh, Team Canada from the early 1990s, and I wanted to, they're still in the original box, and I wanted to know if they're worth anything. 10 to $15 each. Um, the bobbleheads are worth money. Um, the Team Canada ones are nice. I think it's Lindros and this Eisman. There's just people in that are decent. And people still buy them, and they want to give them to their kids. Or They help to remember 1990. But the bobbleheads are worth money were put out in about 1960. And there were baseball teams and hockey teams, and they were given away. Not given. They were sold at the uh, arena or at the baseball diamonds for, um, I think, a $1.99. They're made out of paper mache, made in China, in uh, Japan, and uh, uh, they broke easily. I mean, really, you look at them, sometimes they crack. In good shape, like a Mickey Mantle one from back then is probably worth $500. Now, Willie Mays, the um, 
during this time period, the black ones like Willie Mays or uh, Hank Aaron, I think it was Willie Mays, goes for about six to $750. And then you've got the hockey ones as well. Um, they all look like little boys, and some of them look like realistic heads in 1960. Now, besides that, we're going to talk about the bobbleheads. They were invented, they were done in early China, uh, about 1900, in early Japan, their bobbleheads, that they were on a pin, and they just swung back and forth rather than being on a spring. And they can go up to several thousands of dollars. But the collectible ones that everyone usually remembers is the one they have up there. They made them for baseball, uh, hockey, even made them for CFL. CFL go for between $75 and $150. Um, they were a cheap uh, souvenir. And that's the ones that are worth the money. The ones you made, um, again, it's a case of what happens is when people saw the bobbleheads in 1990, the old 60s ones were selling for two, three, four hundred dollars $400. And um, uh, people saw that and they thought they could buy these bobbleheads and they're going to be worth two, three, four hundred dollars $400 in the future. I got a story about my wife one day when she was mad at me. This is going back, oh, I think I was working at um, Majestic Sound. And I had some store, there were 18-inch um, bobbleheads. There were store displays. My wife had them on top of the car and drove away. The bobbleheads fell off. Obviously, they were destroyed. And she turned $2,000 into nothing that one day. I only had two of them. They were very rare. The only two left in the world. But that's my story on bobbleheads. But yours are worth 10 to $15. Okay. So it's not the best, but, you know, it Why? could be better. It's more than a cup of coffee. Not anymore. <laughs> oh, not anymore. You're right. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll got some value. Uh, you know what? Wait, let's go to um, let's, go, let's go to Rick. Rick, I want to go my rant first. Okay, oh, we'll go to Rick. Okay, Rick, how you doing? Good morning, gentlemen, and happy Mother's Day to everyone out there. How are things going? Um, actually, not. You know something? We're weathering this. We're trying to keep a good attitude. We're trying to have, mm-hmm. kind of, and we're helping people. We're going to have a couple of stories later on the show how we help people. Right. We just want right. to help people. If everyone just helps their neighbor, and uh, yes. whether it's helping their neighbor by wearing a mask or right. uh, just, I was going to say, having a mask and having a smile on, but you can't tell. You know the problem is right. people wearing masks, you can't tell if they're smiling. And one of the most beautiful exactly. things that people do is smile. What? Their cheekbones. Oh, okay. So that right. I, I'm corrected. But uh, we just want to help people. We helped a couple people this week. Did you help anyone this week? Yes, yes. You know, I, I get uh, I get many, many calls on a daily basis, just people asking all sorts of questions. And you know what? It brings me a lot of pleasure to help people out because a lot of people are confused. They're not sure what to make of what's going on out there. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to help. And, you know, uh, people are constantly asking me, so what's the market doing? What's the market doing? As, as, as you can imagine, it's the number one question people are going to ask. Yeah. And I tell them the same thing. Things have def- definitely slowed down, but you know what? Things are still selling. Things are still moving. Things are still getting good money. Uh, it's actually a great time to get their house ready to put on the market because this thing is turning around. It's turning around as we see. I mean, they're opening up stores again. There's a lot of optimism in the air. People are feeling better. People are having something to look forward to. And uh, one of the things that we can help people with is not only with great advice, but to get their homes ready. Because you know what? Things are going to turn around, and they don't want to be caught unprepared. Because before you know it, things start moving. 
And, uh, you know, Paul, we always go in there and we, we, we make the best of their situation. We try to make things as stress-free as possible. Uh, we're answering their questions. We're getting their homes ready. You're in there helping them uh, assess the value of things. I mean, we're always here. And if we can't be there physically, we're here. They can call me anytime. Uh, and we'll gladly answer all their questions, whether it's related to real estate or wherever else we can help. Uh, I'm always we all here to know help. Too, You're always there to help. Thing is we're going to be busy. We know that yes. everyone's going to call us the same. Oh, yeah, I'm ready now. I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready. It's going to be like, you know, yeah. it's going to be like the little field of wheat all popping up at the same time here. I know we emptied yes. one basement this week just because they said they know this has got to go. And, still, yeah. and we emptied a locker this week. But, I mean, mm-hmm. we have time now because it does take time to do it right. There are other people who are going to go in and say, yeah, we can do it. And it's it takes a day. It takes a week to get a house ready and and get it on sold and everything like that. And, and like right. I say, people are, right. in the beginning of March. You say, okay, I can put off a month. And right. in April, it's on. Another month's gone by. Okay, May's coming along. Well, let's get this show on the road. You know. Mm-hmm. 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 So that's that's the situation we find ourselves in now. And you know, people are still looking to buy because they want to take advantage of the lower interest rates. Uh, people still want to sell because maybe they want to move on to some other uh, part of their life. You know, and it's a great time to consider that because uh, the market is still active. I, I know people are hearing doom and gloom, but no, everything is very is, is still up and running, and things are still selling, and things are still doing well. Uh, and I think things are just going to start improving from here on in. So people should start getting ready uh, and avoid the rush down the road, definitely. I'm going to hand up my number. Uh, if anybody uh, wants to give me a call for whatever reason, just to answer even some basic questions, uh, I can be reached at 416-258-3972. Anytime they want a question answered, I'm here. Good, good. No, no, I I, I just know a lot of stuff's going to, everyone's going to hit it at the same time. And you're an expert at probate. Um, yes. If the kids want to know or uh, they have any questions, um, and this is the thing right now. Some people don't know the ins and outs of the probate. We do. And we deal with probate, <laughs> with wills, with uh, feuding families, because, you know, that's always a part of it. And we know, because we're experienced. We, we do it all the time. And we yeah. know how to handle these situations. And, what, and, always, and we always want the best outcome for everyone, so that everyone comes out a winner, and that's what we're looking for. That's the other thing. If you are wanting to buy a place, they should be calling you too because you need yes. a real estate with you to help you negotiate the best price so you don't and know what the actual market is on that house that you're about to buy. I mean, you're about exactly. to spend half a million, a million, million and a half. You should have some professional help with you. That's what I'm, I also want to emphasize that. Not just selling. But someone want if you're going looking to buy something, unless you you know you're a professional at buying, eh, most of us aren't. The last time we bought a house was ten, fifteen years ago. Times change, right. and right now I'm times have changed in the last two months more than ever. It's been like a whole different market. Thank yes. you, Rick. And we'll my pleasure. You. Have a yep. great day, guys. And again, happy Mother's Day to everyone listening. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I'm not mother. I shouldn't say thank you. No. Well, whatever. Okay. Um, you, uh, I'll give you a couple minutes for your story. What? I'll give you a couple minutes for your story. Get, get on your rant. No, it's not a rant. Okay, it is kind of a rant. You should give us the numbers first as well, though. Okay, Coach. Okay. Know. No, this is not your first show. 
Okay, you know how we're we're a show about helping people. Okay, now this is a, and we and this week I was helping a young couple, and they were clearing out their house because they had they were moving to uh, another place. Okay, now they happen to have um, a condo that they bought and they leased out. They were they're a small landlord. They're still paying, and they're not they're not one of these called garments. They don't have forty five condos. They had one other condo that they bought that they were thinking about moving into while they were fixing up their house. So, but they, things change. They used to have one child, then they got two. So they to make money, they have to lease out the house. They lease it out till May 30th. Okay. So all's right. They're doing the right thing. So, but things change. This is before the, um, the blip we're having right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I know there are a lot of people going through a lot of hard times. So this young couple, they sold the house in February. So, then they uh, told the, the people, and then the, the COVID comes along. And um, so this person now stopped paying rent. Now, whether they had the money or didn't have the money, <coughs> they stopped paying their rent in April and May, March and April and in May. Now, they have a lease until the end of May. May. So there was that happened. So then this other young couple got a letter from their occupant who said, I'm never paying you any more rent, okay, because of the COVID, and if you want me to move out, it's going to cost you $20,000. Now, to me, there's something wrong with this. There's someone gaming the system. Like, I know there's a lot of people with problems out there. Wait a minute. I know COVID's happening to a lot of different people and affecting people, and if this is the worst someone problem they have, it's not the worst in the world, because there are people dying and stuff on this. But this is someone gaming the system. This is someone saying, oh, you want me to move out, you cost you $20,000. Even though their lease ended on May 31st. Now, this young couple, they're not, they're just a young couple working their way through life like everybody else. They're paying the mortgage on it. And this guy says, I don't want to pay you any rent. I'm not paying you rent. Not I'm not paying you rent this month, last month, or next month. And on top of that, if you want me to move out, I want $20,000 to do it. Now, wait a minute, no, no, but the thing is, They've sold it. And so, and these people are not unreasonable. They said, no, you know, they, I know these people. They said, if you want a month's free rent, okay, you know, that would have been it. And because the COVID is striking a lot. This person's professional. So the COVID is striking a lot of people in different ways. And we all, as i neighbors, how many times I sell, help your neighbor. But it's helping your neighbor and extorting your neighbor. And like Doug, uh, Doug Ford's got this thing, he says, if people are gouging the system, gouging on prices, we board them. Well, what about this person who's gaming the system because of the COVID? He's using the COVID to extort $20,000 out of this young couple. Now, it just seems wrong to me. I mean, if someone gives us, I'd love someone to call me during the week and help me with this. And call me my number, cell number 647-298-8989. So I can help this young couple. Okay? If someone might have, there might be something. They might have to pay the 20000 I don't know. But it just seems so wrong when so many other people are out there volunteering their time. Okay. So that was my... I want to help somebody. Okay, sorry. You always want to help someone, which is a good thing. Uh, but if you do want to call in right now, this show is about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. If you want to reach us right now, it is 416-360-0740. Again, that is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 866 740 
888-789-4740. More your calls after the break. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Take your phone calls live. All about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. 416-360-0740. Read more of the list. Well, you know, where's your phone? Okay, don't read more. You know, if if you have stuff like, you know, your coins, bills, your old toys, your old glass, your crystals, your video games, your paintings, a lot of people are doing their... They're cleaning of the garage's basement. Oh, I talk about that. You know, no, I know you can. You can talk about anything. No, no, no. I say the word lamp, and you're going to go off lamp for six hours. Go into the literally. Next you you continue the show when the show is done. Uh, let's go to Brian and Hessler. How are you doing? How are things up in Cambridge? You say you're from Hessler. You know, I admit. Well, you're from when you're from Hessler, you sure don't say you're from Cambridge. You say you're from Hessler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But anyway, I'm calling about, I've got a bunch of old bottles. Oh, okay. Now, what kind and these of are the ones bottles? that have the marble or the alley. You can hear it. You turn it upside down and it stops. Okay. Okay. Now, that's a real collectible. That, that takes me back to really collectible in the 90s. And, uh, and Now, these are, um, people collect, it, and are they dug bottles or are they ones like, they're the ones that have kind of like a, Purplish, greenish shine on, or these nice shape type ones. Now, and do they have names on them at all? Are they torpedoes? Yes. yes. <clears throat> yeah, there's raised uh, glass, like Winchester or something. Yeah. Now, what uh, happened on this is the people who collect these are mainly the ones, some people collect bottles as a whole different thing, but there's so many bottles that you could fill a whole warehouse in them. So, a lot of people refine their stuff to a certain company. Or a certain city, like you're from Hesper, you would never have a golf bottle. No, I'm no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, when people would collect that way, because back then people everything came in glass and it was discarded and it was and uh, but the names are on it because it's advertising and it didn't cost a lot to do it. Uh, that the glass bottles and you know, the old stone bottles are very collectible, and but there's a less of them now. It seems to be. Um, we had a collection of pop bottles. Um, and we didn't get very much money for them. Uh, in, 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 this happened just in September, we were selling them. But these mainly have to be sold probably online because we're not going to have, there used to be bottle shows where people oh, go yeah. and you see the bottle, you touch it, you feel it, and you know if you had it in your collection. What's happening now, this is going to be why we're having our, we're turning to our online auctions and we're doing that more often now. And people, people can sign to us. We're putting an auction because um, the shows, the idea of a, a 
bottle show or a antique show or a baseball card show or any of these kind of shows they had before are probably way in the future. Um, I don't think they're going to come up for a while. You know, a uh, stamp show or any of these kind of shows where large amounts of people gather together. Um, this is just this blip in history and how, it's his, and how it's affecting us. So your way to sell these is going to be online. And you have to have the most eyeballs looking at it so you have the more people bidding on it. If you have one person bidding, you're going to get one price. You get two people yeah. bidding and want the same item. And this is where why we have auctions. On, what, uh, what, what kind of price range would these things be? Oh, anywhere between oh the bottle between twenty and two hundred and fifty dollars. We've sold bottles for, and I know they go for more. I've just not the rare bottle. Like I say, when you have a bottle that no one else has, the rare bottles are the ones that yeah. go for the money. But you have to have two things: you have to have rarity, and you have to have at least two people who want it. Yeah. You know, um, it's just, uh, and it'll depend on the town. And it, sometimes I'll see a bottle from. Just it'll be one little small town, Listwall or something like that. But you have yeah. three or four bottle collectors in town going crazy, you know, and uh, and that's what you need on this. So your best of all, the first thing I would do is I would check online, see what they are. But then I would also check on just Google at large and see if you can match up your exact bottle. If you oh, cannot yeah. find your bottle, that's a good thing because yeah. that means it might be rare, uh, or everyone has one. And they don't care about it, and there's no pictures of it around. Okay, I don't know. That's yeah, and I got little poison. medicine bottles and stuff like the the poison bottles sell the best. They're usually the ones that are uh, cobalt in color, and they have little yeah. raised bumps, so you know that they're poison. Kind of an issue when you find a used a poison bottle. No, but people collect poison bottles. <laughs> I know that they're still alive. No, no, but I <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, but people, I never. I never um, criticize someone for collecting. My life is made from people who collect. Sometimes I don't try and understand it right away, but certain things I know is happening. If I find a good poison bottle and it's got uh, good lines to it, I have a good old poison, poison bottle. bottle. That yeah. was tasty, you know. <laughs> no, but you know my point is poison. Yeah, um, and it is. I know I can sell it for money. For if I get a bottle, it's just a certain little town. I know it's more of a small. It's a, more of a crapshoot. Okay, but okay. best idea on this is to check on eBay. But eBay is not eBay, as I call it, is some of the lowest common denominator. Sometimes you can get more money than what's on there if you know what you have. I bought a lot of stuff on eBay when people don't know what it is, and I take advantage of it. Okay, mm -hmm. okay, uh, this will give you more information. But your best thing, because I don't know the bottle, you can't send me a picture right now. You can send it to our website during the week if you can't find it. Our website is sales, S-A-L-E-S, at torontogoldsilver.com. Anyone has any pictures out there, anything, can send me the picture. I try, I'm in the office a couple days a week. I try and go through and try and answer the calls, okay? Send, if okay. you can't find it, please send it on to me, and I'll see what I can do about helping you, okay? Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Uh, good old poison bottle. Like, you know, if I walked in somebody's house and I saw empty poison bottles, I'd be asking a lot of questions. There's two up there. Yeah, I know you in have the them. I know you have them, but we're all still here. So um, let's go to... You had uh, our brother, right? No, okay, go ahead. No, <laughs> that's where they went. I wouldn't think, don't think you keep the evidence around. Uh, let's go to Stuart in St. Catharines. Hello. Hey, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Um, 
speaking about bobbleheads, I got um two. One from Boston Red Sox and New York Yankees. It's probably from uh, the late fifties or early sixties. Would you know approximately oh. the value of something like that? Now, is um, is it a boy head or the New York Yankee? Yeah, does it look like Maris or yeah, it with the like tall lip haircut and the big cheeks, red cheeks. Yeah. Now the Yankees, the Yankees are always they made the most of them, but they're still collectible. There are damn Yankee fans everywhere we look. Um, and Boston Red Sox. Um, yeah. There. Now the ones that are best with the Yankees are the ones that look like uh, Mantle or Maris. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, and, but the other ones, hang on, let's check right now. So the what? Because I hundred dollars. I swear you you had a few. Say, I had three hundred of them. Three hundred of them. Yeah, yeah. I used to collect bobbleheads. That's that's, like, that's beyond a collection. That is, uh, you know. That's your mother. Uh, she didn't collect them. She might have threw them out. No, she drove away with them on top of the car, and they all fell off. Well, you probably put them on the top of the car. I can't remember. I might have been me, but I don't think so. Okay, so let's gauge how much you actually lost in that uh, that vehicle loss. Today, today they'd be worth at least five thousand. They were singular. No, were... but okay, how much is his? I'm checking as we talk. Oh, okay. Pretend I know what I'm doing here. <laughs> do, do you have any other bobbleheads with that as well? Or just that one? Yeah, and see, the old, I like the old ones. Well, these are early 60s or late 50s for sure. Yeah, no, they, 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 I think they started in 1960 or 61. Okay, well, that's what, I think, I, I think they're 62 or 64. This is what I think. Yeah. And uh, the Boston What Red color Sox base guy, are they? The white base? Is it a square base or a round base? Square. Okay, it's white? Huh? Yeah. Okay. And uh, um, the Boston Red Sox guy, guy's holding the bat. And uh, I think the New York Yankees one of the guys got a baseball glove. Yeah. Uh, hey, what would you say? They're early because as soon as you touch them, they go for about a half an hour. Yeah, yeah. No, I used to, I used to have my shelf over the fireplace, about ten of them on a board with uh, with springs, so that I could touch it and they, I'd start it and they'd all start going. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was yeah. younger and had a lot more time on my hands. Yeah, they got that face on it, you know, with the big smile, the rosy cheeks, the colic. In the hair. Yeah, you're probably talking right now about two hundred bucks. Okay. In that area. Okay. Um, if they're in good shape and oh yeah, they're good crack. shape. If you see a crack, it's a crack. It ain't going on crack. No, it's no okay. Crack. No, everything's good. And if you want to really sell them, something I'd love to sell. That that'd be something I take consignment, or I might even put in my own personal collection. How's oh. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Now, right. do you have any of the pennants from back then? No. Like pennants, I should just display. I know we got a full board there, but I'm going to talk about sports collectibles because my friend uh, Glenn was reminding me. He said we actually should have a sports collectible, just one hour on sports collectibles. But you know the pennants you got. If you have a 1967 pen of the Toronto Maple Leafs with the picture on it, uh, it's worth two hundred dollars. Wow! Some of the old pennants in the 30s, 40s from the sports teams oh. are worth hundred, two hundred, five hundred dollars. Oh, that's and nice. People have them in their rec room. Saying, okay, you're doing your finger thing. I'm talking about this because people have these pennants, and they're saying nobody would buy that. And I say, here, I'll give you two hundred dollars. And right. they say, really? Yeah. And they take the money, and I take the pennant. Right. They're happy. I'm happy. And you're not happy because you're swinging your finger. Okay, go to the next call. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Thanks. for the call. You just somehow go on a tangent about anything. It's, you know, it's just like... No, he oh. reminded me, but that's why you read the list. Because you read the list. And you don't have pennants on here. I don't. Okay. <laughs> so whose fault is that? 
My point is, is that when you read, when they, when this one talking about Bob he took me back to my youth, and I remember going to the baseball down. Back to youth, that's a while ago. Yeah. And you got the bobbleheads, and you got the pennants when you went there. These things about the foam fingers, who gives a crap about those? The old stuff that had the team on them, like the little hockey sticks with little pictures on them. Like, there's those souvenirs, and people remember, you're with your dad. I might have taken you to a game. He bought you this, this thing, and you put it in your bedroom, and it sat there for the next 20 years. And it might still be saying, but now he's saying, okay, I don't want it anymore. If someone's willing to give me $200 for it, I'm willing to sell it. Okay, go on to the next call. You could actually just say, hey, if anybody has any sports stuff, you know, I'm basically willing to buy it. No, but not the 90s stuff. The 90s okay, stuff. Okay, so anything pre-90s. The 90s will take, you won't get very much money for it, because we can leave in the parking lot, they won't even steal it. Well, you're talking about cards. Cards, yeah. There's stuff that's value from the 90s. Yeah, okay. You're right. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's go to uh, Dan in Scarborough. Hello. Hi, Dan. Dan. How do we help you? Uh, just curious. Um, have a, a camera. Yeah. Uh, made in Canada by Canadian Kodak Company. It's a, it says Brownie Target 616. It's a, basically a black box. Got the lens. Got the, I guess, the, the two eyes on it. Ten bucks. Oh, I, I was just curious. You talk about... Oh, no, no, no. I say this because... Now, here's the difference. Because cameras can be worth... Uh, here I'm going to attend. They can be thousands of dollars if you have good if you have good uh, lenses like Zeiss and there's certain names that will sell for the money. But the brownie, when you think of Kodak, you think of a giant sized company who made their money by selling lots of cameras. Right. And because a camera back then was probably a day's pay to buy that, even if because you didn't make very much money, you only made twenty cents an hour, cost you five dollars for the camera. So mm. you saved it. And that's why there's more cameras still today, okay? The cameras that I also like are the ones we were talking about earlier on the show that made the postcards. They were, they're long and they're like little Zeppelins. And mm-hmm. but they came out. But your brownies, they made a lot and we use them for props, okay? Okay. You oh. know, just, just curious, you're talking about sports. I don't, I no longer have it, but back in the 60s, I had a Johnny Bauer goalie stick, all the autographs of the team at that time. Unfortunately, I don't have it now, but what would it have been worth today? Goalie sticks go for more, probably uh, four fifty, five hundred. Oh, uh, it, it was good. Depends on who was signed by. It. If it's a Stanley Cup year, it's worth more. If it's a '67 stick, Johnny Bauer, because then it'll be uh, Bauer, Sawchuck, Jim Horton. Is the same. It'd be worth a thousand for a for a goalie stick. It was a gamer. Wait, even with all the autographs on it, eh? No, maybe more because it's a gamer because people want the gamer sticks. The problem with sticks are, and you're going to know this if you had a stick, they're really hard to ship. Uh, okay. All right, then. Great. Thanks Thank a lot. Thank I, I wish, do you know where you sold it to? I'll go rob that guy. No, I just told you, uh, we played a lot of ball hockey. Wore it down to a toothpick, unfortunately. Uh, okay. Well, it's, 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 it's like everything else in my life. When I was growing up, I had tons of comics. I had everything. One day I came home, mom had basically thrown everything in the garbage. I couldn't have been more now, upset your mom than you can believe. Me. Yeah, if your mom had sold it to me, you'd have several thousands of dollars. Oh, maybe that, believe me, what I had and baseball cards, everything I wait, 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 was this junk. Mother's Day, you have to call in another week to criticize mom. How's that? You're right. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys, thanks. Thanks, thanks bye. You know what, though, if you think about it, okay, the reason why these things have the value they do Right, is because they got thrown out. 
right? Of course. So, no, but like, how long have you been listening to the show? No, but uh, you always say, well, I wish they never threw that out. Well, the reason why all these things have value is because everything was thrown out. If, if it was kept everywhere, if it was still in everybody's basement. Like Toronto Telegram? Last Toronto tele- Telegram? Well, go ahead. Yeah, whatever you want to relate it to. It's not going to go up in value because everybody still has it. The whole yeah. thing of it is being rare. So you actually have to thank all those mothers for throwing them out to increase the price of the the market. But the actual person whose mother threw it out, who threw she out a mill. Doing it for the bigger, bigger, better cause. It's a big picture. They're ahead of the game. Okay. <laughs> and when you look at it that way, happy Mother's Day again. Go to the next call. Because we, we're going to get a lot of trouble here. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, um, if you do want to call in right now, we are taking a phone call live all about stuff. The number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. Again, this show is about anything. We're talking about, you know, your old radios, your autographs, your sports memorabilia, your motorcycles, your Beatles stuff, your magazines, your Royal Daltons, your curios in your curio cabinet, your co- comic books, your golf clubs, whatever it is, it could possibly have value. If you do want to call in right now, we are live. The number to reach us is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 866 Seven four zero four seven four zero. We get more of your calls after the break and the gold price. Value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options: they'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. Southworksantiques.com. Let's make a deal. Welcome back to the Family Heroes. here live in the laundry room, taking your phone calls, all those stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. Just a side note, Southworks is close to the time being during this uh, this. this no. You can still call Sam and book your time for when the pandemic is. Yeah, so when this blipping history is done. So if you still want some renovations done, uh, just get, get reservations because uh, he'll still do, be doing some stuff after. He does week. a great job. He does an amazing he job. Does. He's too perfect. Uh, but, hold on. Well, uh, what's your problem? No, go to the board because I have my rant. You have your rant. You So not only do you rant, you prepare for your rant. You write it down. You're like, I'm going to complain. And you already had two rants today. Okay, go to the next call. Uh, you know what? What we're going to do is we're going to allocate an entire show of your rant. So what I'm going to say, just go, and you can rant for an hour. Okay? We'll do that one time. No. No? Are yeah, you sure? People won't listen. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, let's go to Jim in Stony Creek. Hello. Hi, Welcome to the show. Hi. I, I phoned in a couple of weeks ago about a couple of original paintings I had by Heinz V. Punliner. And my wife sent you some uh, pictures on your phone or whatever. Wondered if you found out anything about those. Um, no, I didn't see them on my phone. And sure, he sent them to me. But I'm going to give my cell number again just so you can send it off because I didn't see them. And I checked my phone because it never leaves my side. It is 
800-800-8989. Now, don't send it now. Wait till the show's ended because we're, we're on the phone right now. Right, right. And I will take a look at it. Also, but like, you also want to email in case it doesn't go to the sales at Toronto. Yeah, she, I'm sure she sent it to sales at torontogoldensilver.com. Okay, I've been in there on this week, and um, I will check. I'll be in there again tomorrow for a short period of time. Okay. And I'll check tomorrow. Yeah, you can't hurt to just send it again, just to, you know, be sure. Yeah. Okay, I have another question for you then. Yep. Do, do you ever have a, a person from PSA come to your store and rate cards? No, okay. We um, They come up here. We have people come up here for JSA. I can do the cards, and what we do is we tell you if they're worth sending in. We, I have a pretty good knowledge. I wrote the price guide for the Hockey News, I don't know, 30 years ago. I've um, been dealing in cards. I had the first baseball and hockey card shop in Canada. Okay. Um, so I have a little bit of experience. I love cards, but you can't make a ton of money on them. Um, and, but if you bring it up, I can tell you if it's worth sending in. And what they approximately worth and how to get rid of them. Some are sell, you sell raw, and some, the only way to sell them is by being graded. Okay? Right. If you, see me, you can see me after the after this flipping history is done. Um, you come and see me, and I'm sure I can help you. They, okay. We can bring them up if it's enough of it coming up, but a lot of times we send it down. We do the guy, we bring up JSA. My friend Glenn Pye from Glory Days brings up the people from JSA, and that's for autographs. For authentication, we does that when he piles in like two, three, five hundred autographs. He's probably the biggest in the country for autographs. Okay, because it costs about twenty dollars a card to get it sent away to get it rated well, as PSA. I just wondered if it's worth it if your cards are like mint condition. No, no, you really have to send it in for. Let me take a look because you can send cards in, you don't see something, and it's not, and it's not worth it. You put out twenty dollars American, and all you can go get back is your twenty dollars Canadian. You do that enough times, you will go broke. Okay. Okay. Thanks a lot. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Good call. Uh, let's go to Sharon in Brampton. Are we not going to do the gold price? Okay, Sharon, quickly. We'll get the gold prices later. Don't rush, Sharon. Hey, Sharon, welcome to the show. Hello. What do you got for us today? Um, I have. Um, we. Ha- I, I believe it's original painting, okay. but I'm not sure. It's from like a UK artist, and the artist's name is Verdon Ward. Okay, now you don't know what's, why don't you know? See, that's something you can bring into our, we have people bring them into our store for, mm-hmm. to see if they're oil or not, or a print, or if an oilette, and okay. you can bring it in, and before we, and then we can check it that way, and then go for there to getting the appraised price up. Because okay. it could be in the school of, it can be uh, an original, or it can be a print, and sometimes the frame's worth more than the print. Yeah, I um, don't think, no, I don't think it's, to me, I don't think it's um, a copy because um, the, it's an oil painting, and the painting is actually—you can actually see the like the the bumps in the um, in the. I know, but they do that. Um, all I can say is we have experts that do that, and it's and it's um, it's. There are people out there faking the big ones. If you see your painting in an oil in a in an art gallery, yes. uh, like Louvre, and you've got another copy of it, then you got a problem that you yes. If you've got, you can bring it in. And there's other, there are people on the net who are doing copies of other people's paintings, like Van Bruegel's or uh, Da Vinci. You can get copies made of orig- of old paintings. Okay. okay. 
So yeah. the thing is, too, we have to make sure it's an original, that it's the one and only, not a copy of it. Yeah. And, uh, but we can help you. We have art experts on there. We're going to be selling a picture when this blip in history is done. We have two paintings of the uh, of, of, uh, house we're doing right now. They'll be worth between forty and 80000 each. One of the $40,000 paintings was sitting on the ground okay. with a pile of other stuff. But they were not, I don't say they're going to throw them out, but they didn't think they had any value. And it was probably the most, second most valuable thing in the entire house. Okay. okay. And we found, he said, oh, that's just not print. No, that's a real one, you know. So that's what we, what we do. We go in, we help you with their, uh, we clear out the house. We pull out the stuff that is worth something. Like these other guys want you, you go into the house and it's donate. We can donate this or we can put that in a box. You don't want to spend the time. Oh, wait a minute. I got my buddy I can sell that to. Okay, no. We try and get you the highest price because the more money you make, the more money I make. So you can consider me a bit greedy. But that's my idea. Okay, okay, so after this is over, I we can bring it down yeah. and to your store. Yes, 10,341 okay. Young. You can bring them down now, but I don't want paintings or anything that's not in a hurry. If someone has to they got to pay their rent or something like that, and they want to spring in their gold and silver or some jewelry or anything like that, or uh, they have to make an appointment. You have to call us at 905-737-4653 okay. and make an appointment. Okay. okay, so is it, we, is it better to wait till after? Yeah. The, or, okay, so we'll wait till after and then we'll bring it down. We do not want to cause harm to anybody, okay? Okay. Thank you very much for the call. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, bye. Thank you, bye. Um, okay, do you want the gold price oh, first? I guess yeah, I got you the gold price. Okay, gold yeah. price. People waiting, do you want to talk? So, okay, I know. 10 karat gold, $26. Is that the right one? May 10th, yeah. Twenty six sixty eight. For ten karat gold per gram, thirty-seven thirty-five for fourteen karat gold, forty-eight oh two for eighteen karat gold, and fifty-eight sixty-nine per gram per gram for twenty-two karat gold. Sterling silver is fifty-two cents a gram, and dollars are eleven four quarters a dollar. <laughs> or eleven fifty two per dollar. Now, some guys, you're going to go to some of these guys who advertise with Blueface and stuff like this, and they'll say, no, he's not paying that price. Is it Blueface? I saw a guy with a Blueface. Okay. There are people advertising all over the place. Okay. And they advertise a lot, and they say, we're paying the highest. Now, paying the highest is not saying we pay the highest. Paying the highest is telling people your price, and if someone else pays more, they are paying the highest. So someone's just saying, like I've got a neighbor, so price is the highest they've ever been, we're paying the highest. Clearly they're not, because they go into their store when, the, when this blip is not going on, they come into our store and we pay more. Okay? Pay, saying you pay the highest is not the same as paying it. So you can call me at 905-737-4653, ask me what my current prices are. Even if you're standing right in that other store, he offers you, oh, I'm going to offer you $2,000 for $9,000 for the gold. And he says, that's a lot of money. <coughs> Call me up. Ask him what it weighs. Ask him what, uh, what the carrot is. Do the, and have a calculator with you, okay? Right. And ask me. If you ask me, if you've got 100 grams of 18 karat gold, I'm going to pay you $4,802 for it. Okay, let's get the call. No, no, no but, we'll get back. I know, but this, 
This is the most, this is what more people get ripped off in their gold and silver than anything else because, oh, that guy ain't open. We are open. Okay. okay? That guy's not paying that price. We are paying that price. Okay. We're going to go to Jenny in Toronto. Sorry. And Jenny? Hi. Hi. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for taking my call. What I have is, um, I, I, I know I have old pine hutches and pine water stands, but I have um, a butter churn, and it's the wood one that, you know, the stick goes up and yep. down. It's stained with ox blood. Um, and I just wondered, are, and I also have a big pine walking wheel. You might want to sell this. You might be making butter if this pandemic keeps on going. <laughs> oh, uh, you're right. I just wondered. I mean, I know that one time these things were valuable, but what are they now? Does anybody want any of this old yeah. stuff? Pine and those stone crocks were such a 1990s thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I have a funny story about that as well, but. On uh, the pine is, and then we run into a lot of houses that I love it, um, and uh, but it's not selling as well. Yeah. A um, flat to wall cupboard or a corner cupboard that used to sell for thirty five hundred, four thousand, ten thousand is yeah. selling for eight hundred, five hundred. If you oh. get, and here's the reason: because the condos are mainly glass and all this other stuff, right. and you're not, um, they don't fit in them. And they don't look right in. They look nice in an old Victorian house. Well, that's well they're not building old Victorian <laughs> houses anymore. They're building yeah. condos. Okay. Yeah. And this is what, if you're moving to that thing, that, that it works. But there are less people doing that, you mm-hmm. know. And this is where uh, you've enjoyed it over the years. Oh, we get years. All the So i got to tell you, my wife one day, my wife goes and sends me out for a pine table. Mm-hmm. So I can't, I bring home a couple tables because I'm in the business. She says, mm-hmm. no, that's not it. That's not it. Mm-hmm. So at the time, we're over at Yorkdale, mm-hmm. and I peek over to a booth, and we're walking by a booth, and she says, oh, there's a pine table. It ended up being oak. And that's why I couldn't get her a pine table. <laughs> <laughs> I want got that kind of pine. No, that's right. not that kind of pine. That's an oak. Thanks well, a lot. I got the, the old, ball. real, original uh, antique pine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. I remember we used to buy single board tables and you pay $5,000 for, you know, a four foot by eight foot, uh, two inch board uh, table. Uh, thanks a lot for the call. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. We can help you sell it. If you have to move, we can sell that stuff. We just won't get the money and no one's going to get you that money. That's the problem. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Let's go to uh, Frank and several. Frank, how you doing? Oh, hi. How are you? Um, Good. I, uh, my marriage broke up some 30 years ago, and I salvaged some uh, limited edition um, pictures what, by um, one is by Trish Romance, and there's Trish Romance, yeah, yeah, and there's a, another one. There's six small uh, lithographs by uh, Bev Doolittle. Now I, I live in a in an apartment, and they're in the basement somewhere. So. I'm going yeah. from memory here. One, the one Trish Romance is a young woman uh, bathing a child in a kitchen sink. It's kind of a Norman Rockwell type thing. And the Bev Doolittle, I have a big cardboard thing. And on the, the coats of the horses, the painting of the horses, on the coach you can read Highland Seek. And she yeah. took the best six and she put the lithographs. They haven't been opened. They're still in the boxes. Uh the art gallery where I bought them is closed down. Most art galleries have closed down. A lady in, I think, Port Perry has a, an art gallery. I think that's where I got your number a year or so ago. Yeah. Are they worth anything? Could you sell them yeah, for the me? Trisha no, before you say anything, I'm 80 years old. I don't have a cell phone. I 
I'm computer illiterate. I, I can't send you pictures. I can drive up to your place because I used to work in Reynolds Aluminum up in Richmond Hill. I used to commute that far, so that's no wow. problem. Okay. On um, the Curse of Romance, generally we get, if it's nicely rain, uh, done up, if we get $150 for Trisha Romance right now, we're doing well. It has to be really nice and very desirable, and the print run has to be small. Uh, if you've got one of the ones, I think they're made out of 950 it's like your uh, uh, Robert Bateman, or uh, there's a number of people who made up large amounts of prints, and they put a pencil number on the side, and they signed them, and people paid four or $500. They're worth... Um, 100, 150 maybe. And in some cases, uh, uh, I have a friend up in um, uh, Uxbridge who buys them still. But the print market, we go into houses, and I, I feel bad sometimes, but they're moving from a McMansion down to a, a condo, and they only have so many square feet of room. And here's my problem. Uh, they have 14 prints, and they have to get rid of them. So there's a case of supply and demand going the other way. I understand. There's yeah. too much. But they are worth something. They're just not worth what you paid for. <laughs> That's okay. Well, and, um, like, yeah, I, I, I might donate them to Scarborough General. I noticed that. Well, no, but I'm going to say this. I'm going to just say donation. I'm never against donating to hospitals and stuff like that. But sometimes you can... Sell them and donate the money. They'd much rather have money because a lot of these places, and we deal with some of them, give us the stuff after you've donated. We try and raise the money for them. Okay? Oh, they need Because I've seen lithographs and paintings, and it says, uh, start the bidding at something, and it, it's on a stand or something. You you must have seen them in hospitals. They're trying to raise money. Oh, yeah. No, no. Sorry. I take that back. Okay. That time, I thought you wanted to put it on the wall or something like that. Oh, no. So a lot no, of times, no. No, they will get sometimes more money than I can. Yeah. We've donated stuff to um, different causes as well. Oh, whatever they can get, the whatever, they get whatever they get, they can keep. That would be a donation. But I, yeah. I have noticed in um, Centenary, and I've noticed in Scarborough, general walking through, sometimes a painting or a lithograph or something on a stand, and it says bidding starts at something. Oh, no, don't buy those. Don't buy those. So They're terrible. No, no, okay, I, I, if I was going to rant, I have enough time to rant about these. You're going out of a big box store, and they've got this, and they have no signature, and they all that. Those, they are a moneymaker for the company that puts them in there. They donate a very little of the money. I don't know exactly what it is, but what happens if you say start the bidding at $200 and four people bid, everyone gets one. Yeah. Okay, they are, I don't want to say scam because I'll get sued. They are not what I would do with my money. Well, yeah, I, they're not, and the money. If you want to give away this money, give it directly to the hospital uh, or a charity of your. I am never against donating. Uh, I am donating against donating. If you have a thousand dollar item that you donate, and the and the hospital gets fifty dollars for it, I'm against that. Okay, uh, hold on. Tune in next week for the rest of that rant because we don't have enough time. We have about thirty seconds left. Uh, uh, we, if you do want to call in, I get so much more notes. I know you do. Um, if you do want to call our store, we're at the 10,341 Young Street. You're number two. The number is 905-737-4653 on Young Street. This North Amazing McKenzie. Call us today, Monday to Saturday by appointment only. Um, if you want to call in this show next week, number to reach us is 416-360-074. You have to eight seconds. You have okay. Seconds. Yeah. If you want to bring stuff, we are open by appointment. 905-737-4653. 
10,341 Young Street. Come on up. We will still buy and sell. If you want to buy or sell gold and silver, call us. Thank you. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.